Hey, good evening, guys. Um, welcome to Friday night in the big town again. Um, or I guess it's Thursday night in the big town, isn't it? I'm a day ahead of myself. We're almost to the weekend. It's uh, It's been one of those weeks around here. Arctic cold. I hope you all survived the polar vortex and all that good stuff. Thankfully, it wasn't as bad here as they anticipated. But um, really glad it wasn't because I don't like the cold anymore. I got, uh, I got something on my heart I want to share. This started burning in me this weekend um earlier in the weekend and i and man i just uh I've, I've stewed on it all week this is one of those that that god has given me to to chew on myself um to really to really absorb it to really eat that word first before i can bring it out um, sometimes i get those and i i never can bring them out they're, they were simply for me alone but um but now I've, I've decided i want to share this with you i've titled it tonight the comforter um we're going to talk a little bit about the holy spirit um just um uh, I'm not a I'm not a biblical scholar, so what I'm going to use is some scripture. Um, some of that scripture will come from the MOV, which is my own version. I've warned you about that before, so just keep that in mind. I want to share with you my heart and my and my um, uh, my thoughts on 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 what Jesus was talking about when he when he was telling his disciples uh, there at the end of his life and at the end of his time here on earth that that's to, to wait because the Comforter is coming. Now, following the death of Jesus, uh, several things took place that we need to, to take note of. Finding the tomb empty, one of the you know many encounters, um, uh, so many encountered the Lord there afterwards. Mary encountered the Lord, and He instructs her to go and tell the disciples, go and tell them to meet up with Him. And then we find the disciples behind locked doors. They're hiding out. They're actually hiding in fear that that they may be found guilty the same as Jesus. Um, now, while gathered in a locked room, Jesus joins them some some uh, versions of the Bible just kind of merely state that, but I want you to think about that for a minute. These guys are hid out in a locked room, and the next thing you know, Jesus is standing in their midst. Think about that for a minute. Uh, I mean, he came through the walls. He, he, he appeared in their midst to them in a physical form. Um, in John chapter 20, 21 through 23, said, So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they will be forgiven. And if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Note that, that it says that he breathes on them and, and to, for them to receive the Holy Spirit. But, but there's more to this. There's always more. I love the more. Acts chapter 1. I love the book of Acts. Acts chapter 1 verse 4 through 5. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard me, or heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Man, this is... Uh, this brings out just some interesting things. Well, you could you could take this so many different ways right here. But here's what I want you to catch. He has breathed on them and given them the Holy Spirit already. He already said that. He, he breathed on them to receive the Holy Spirit. But he's now telling them there's more. Now you should be baptized in the Holy Spirit, fully immersed and saturated with the Holy Spirit. Then he says this, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. 
So with this baptism in the Spirit, there's power. There's boldness. There's excitement to share with others. So I, so I want you to really catch that. This, this, this immersion in the Spirit of God, this, this baptism, that there's a water baptism. Uh, the, 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 you know, we, we depict that. You know, Jesus, um, it's, it's the depiction of our, of our being buried with Christ and being raised as a new creation. You know, that water baptism, it's a, it's a physical attribute of our, of our giving our life to the Lord, of surrender. But here he is saying that we're going to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. This is something different. This is something, this is something deeper than what he had given. This is something deeper than him breathing for them to receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus now ascends into heaven in a cloud. And we find the disciples standing there staring into the sky. I, I, I get kind of a humorous picture of that. You know, Jesus tells them he's leaving. And they watch him go up into the sky. But they're just standing there looking at the clouds. And the two angels appear. These two angels appear and explain he will return in the cloud in the same way that he left. So now what do, we, what do they do? Well, they go back to the upper room to pray and, and appoint the replacement of Judas who betrayed, who betrayed Jesus. Now, remember he told them to go and wait. Don't, don't leave. Just to wait. The, the comforter's coming. You just, you just wait. So they go there, they, they, do their, they do their business, they take care of the business, the board meeting, where they re-elect another disciple to take Judas' place. And while they're there, the day of Pentecost comes, and this is where the excitement really starts. Check out what happens next. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. I've heard that said that the Hondas are in the Bible. There you go. They were all in one accord. Um, take that for what it's worth. That's probably out of the MOV. Um, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. There's the baptism. Man, now, now Jesus has already breathed into them. He's already breathed that Holy Spirit into them. They, they've received it. They're his. They're his followers. They, they, they've got that Holy Spirit that he left with them. But there's more. Oh, I want you to really catch that. There's more. Man, if, you have not, if you've not had the tongues of fire set upon your head, if you've not fully immersed yourself in the fire of God, if you've not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, there's more. Do not, do not take for granted the word of God. This isn't an old time thing. This is New Testament. Oh, I've heard the arguments. Oh, that was the Old Testament. It doesn't apply now. Well, folks, this is in the new. It applies to us. It applies to us today. No different than the Old Testament applying to us today. This is for us. There's more. When you accepted Christ, when you gave your life to the Lord, he breathed into you that Holy Spirit that was within him. He gave you his spirit. He became alive inside of you. Oh, but there's more. The very fire of God, the very essence of the Holy Spirit was is there waiting for you to receive it. All you've got to do is seek and ask. Ask the Lord, Lord, if there's more, I want it. If there's more, give it to me. God, I seek you for the Holy Spirit to fill me, to immerse me, to consume me with this fire of God that gives me boldness, that gives me power, that excites me to go out into all the world and preach the gospel. You see, Jesus has already breathed his Holy Spirit into us, but there's more. Just having this Spirit on us isn't all that he offers. 
It's, it's when we seek Him and we, we seek His power that we'll be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Uh, maybe look at it like, like when we repent, we ask the Lord into our heart. We're, we're baptized in water as a resemblance of our dying to, to our old ways and, and being raised with Christ. He breathes into us His life, His Spirit. We're His. It, it, it's, it's, like a, it's like a seal put upon us that we're His. But there's more. <laughs> there's more. Being baptized in the Holy Spirit is literally like being baptized in fire. Touching fire changes you. I want you to think about that for a minute. Touching fire physically changes you. Fire leaves a mark on whatever it touches. I mean, we, 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 we've had wildfires all over Oklahoma, and, and I can go and show you where those wildfires have come through, and there's just dead standing timber. You've been around forest fires. Some of you have. You've seen the results. You've seen the effects of fire touching something. Maybe some of you have been burned. I know a lot of people who have been burned, some very severely. Some, some have got some minor scars. Some have got some, some intense scarring. Fire leaves its mark on you. Fire leaves its mark on whatever it touches and it changes you spiritually. It leaves its mark on you. It doesn't take me long to recognize someone who's been in the fire of God. I can recognize that spirit moving inside of them. We need this fire. Look at where we are today. It, it's just not enough to, to, to accept him. It's just not enough to say, oh, I prayed that little prayer. It's just not enough to go to church. It's, it's just not enough to do a Bible study. It's, it's just not enough to pray when we're in need. We need the fire of God inside of us because he needs us to complete the calling that he put upon us. This complete immersion in his Holy Spirit, this, this consuming fire that burns away the unnecessary junk, the religious walls. We need the fire that Elijah called down that burns up the rocks and even licks up the water that was in the ditches. Man, that's a heck of a story. I love that story. I love the story where he calls that fire down after he laughs at the prophets of Baal who tried and tried and tried all day. He saturates the, the whole altar, the, the sacrifice. He just buries it in water and buries it in water. And when he called for fire, it came like a lightning bolt and it burned up that offering it burned up the altar it even burned the rocks and licked the water up out of the ditches that's the fire of god i'm talking about that's the holy spirit that he wants to pour into you we need him to fill us with this fire that we might have boldness to do what he has called us to do and to have the power within us his power flowing through us to evoke change in others do you understand what that means well that's that's what he's called us to he's called us to go into the world and evoke change in other people, in those that we encounter. We're to live our life in such a way that they see the fire burning inside of us, that they see that everything we touch is consumed by fire, by his fire, by his holy fire, that my life is an inferno, that he burns inside of me. God, I, I, I just, I want so much for you to catch this. I want so much for you to see this. This is what drives me. This is what drives all true followers of Christ to seek out that which is lost so that it may be found. Because, man, if we don't get consumed by the fire of God, we're going to get consumed by the fire of hell. It's that simple. There is no in-between. There's no gap. If, if we do not allow the fire of God to consume us, we very well may fall prey to the fire of hell that's going to burn us forever. Guys, I want to challenge you today. This has been deeper than <laughs> probably I've ever done before. Um, I haven't, I haven't quite got this preachy on you, but uh, man, this is just something burning inside of me. I just want you to catch it. I want you to catch the fire. I want you to catch that spirit. If, if you've simply not been in that fire, if, if you've paid your penance, if you've, if you've done your due duty, if you've allowed the Lord to breathe that Holy Spirit into you, but you haven't found the more, I want you to begin to seek him. 
I want you to begin to cry out to him. Man, there's some scripture that talks about grabbing hold of the horns of the altar and not letting go until you get what you pray for. Seek the Lord while he may be found and let him put that fire inside of you. Let him baptize you in the fire of God, consuming you so that you can fully do the things that he's called you to do. May God bless you guys. I pray that God just pours out on you like never before. May, may, may this be the most blessed year you've ever had. I just thank you so much for all your support. We're on the road all the time. We, we're, we're down for a couple of weeks, but we're, we're headed out in February and, and hitting the road again. We've got a lot of things going on. I thank you for all the support you've given us. We've got some other projects you've seen me post about going on lately as well. So, uh, man, don't, don't hesitate to join in with us. Give us everything you got, man. We love it. We love it. We love it. We love your comments. Love you being followers. Uh, just continue to, to allow God to move in you and pour into you. Thank you guys so much. God bless you and have an awesome evening.